Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you till the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us with us on the show today. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck and his crew at 499-6360. Also here, Brad Lawler, who owns the Home Team Inspection Service. They're the number one home team inspection service in the country now, seven years in a row. And you can reach Brad and his team at 844-411-TEAM. My son Greg is here. He's actually if you're watching the YouTube redirect, I'll give you that URL in a second. You can see him getting into his car and heading out to a listing. Is that your new car that you're getting into? Yes. The, the electric Tesla. So the electric Tesla. He just got a Tesla, so good for him. And um, you can reach me, Bob Sekolder, anytime, uh, day or night, uh, to get your home on the market. Or if you want to buy a home, we've got uh, 12 agents plus. To help you, you can reach me at 376-5483. And if you want to see a redirect of the radio show on YouTube, we record it on Zoom and use your questions that come in via email. You can go to LouisvilleAnswers.com, LouisvilleAnswers.com. Or in the news, the uh, quick rise in mortgage rates over the past few weeks taken a pause this past week. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 5.7%. That's dropping from last week's 5.81%. So people are somewhat on hold right now. Interest rates also on hold. The real estate market is already correcting. According to Fortune Magazine, higher home prices and higher mortgage rates rose to the point that demand seized up in many parts of the country and home prices are already adjusting down. Sellers, please take note. And we could see that continue until consumer confidence and affordability resets itself. Buyers be note, this may be the time to get out there and find a home and then refi on your mortgage. Inflation's pushing up home building costs at an unprecedented rate. That's according to the Bank of America's Who Builds the House report. I didn't even know the had a Who Builds the House report. Supply chains, disruptions, and labor shortages are adding pressures to rising prices. And finally, everybody listening, Judy and Ed Crane. Now, imagine they've parked their car in the driveway in front of their San Francisco home. Parking in the Golden City can be tricky with, you know, those steep hills. If you've ever been to San Francisco, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Busy streets and the Cranes say they're lucky to have had a spot all their own. They've been doing this now 36 years. That is until they received a $1,542 find for parking on their own property. Imagine this happening here in Louisville or worse in old Louisville. You've been parking there for 36 years. Now you're getting a fine with a threat of a $250 per day fee. If they didn't get the car off the car pad, which is what it was there for. Right? So the couple told the ABC affiliate KGO TV, in San Francisco that the planning department there is enforcing a decades-old code that bans motor vehicles of all kinds from being parked on a car pad or set back in front of a house unless it's accompanied by a garage or cover. So, Chuck, the question starts with you. Is this just a situation where the planning department has run amok? Could this happen here in Louisville and Southern Indiana? Okay, first off, uh, I used to be a government attorney. 
uh, I think the story and perhaps the way you read the facts is slightly twisted to make it look like the planning department is run amok. Uh, they had the code out there. Whether or not they enforce it is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Just because they don't enforce it doesn't mean it's not applicable. Okay. Um, they could also be grandfathered in. Uh, the article I read indicated that they were trying to show that they'd been doing this uh-huh. for 30 some odd years predating that. Right. And if good, then everything would be cool. They could continue. Uh, but they're having a hard time showing that other than a picture of their daughter from way back when with a bit of a car in the background. Um, the, uh, uh, the quick answer is all they have to do is put up a, uh, some sort of covering, uh, you know, one of those little uh, overhangs or whatever, and everything's cool. So is the government running amok? No. Could it happen in Louisville? Of course it could. There's lots of ordinances that are out there that may not be enforced, uh, you know, because manpower could be one reason, timing, mm-hmm. uh, not a big issue. Uh, you know, that's... That's the way I see it. Got it. We're back with you in a second. First, let's talk to uh, to Brad. Among the uh, emails we got in this week, Jeannie is trying to sell her home, and she's like a lot of people. Jeannie is wondering, and I'm sure as inspectors and in going into a lot of homes, you and your people smell these smells, and uh, Jeannie's trying to get rid of pet yeah. odors. Sure. Suggestions. Well, I think the first thing I would say is I would probably not tackle this on my own. Uh, there are a lot of products out there. You can go to you know, any of the local big box pet stores and you're going to find a lot of odor removal products. That The problem is I think most of those are going to be very short-lived. Uh, it's kind of like spraying some of those air fresheners on it. It's going to last for a little while and it's going to go away. The problem is, is that those pet odors get down in carpet fibers, particularly the padding. Mm. So if there's any way to remove the padding, um, that would go a long way. Um, cleaning the carpets is going to be the very first thing that they need to do. Uh, if the carpets are in great shape and they don't want to just go ahead and replace the carpets, um, entirely just to, to take care of the odor. But that's where the bulk of it is. It's in textiles. Um, it's in a lot of um, furniture, uh, upholstered furniture. will hold on to a lot of smells, a lot of pet smells there. So I think the first thing you need to do is call a competent uh, carpet cleaner, upholstery cleaner, and have them give it a shot. They all have um, chemicals, uh, things that can be added to the uh, the cleaning products to neutralize those odors. And that will have a much longer lasting effect than just some of the spray on type products that are out there. One of, one of the things that I would probably recommend that sellers not do would be to cover up those smells with candles or those glade uh, inserts that yeah, plug in. Yeah, the plugins, they they are a clear sign that the seller's got an odor problem and they're trying to cover it up. If you have and, we, and I have a theory that they cause health issues. The, yeah. the scent and the artificial stuff they put in those things, clear out your health, get it natural. I don't know. Get some yeah, really? you, well, I mean, there's, you know, Greg, one of the things when we're doing indoor air quality testing, particularly with uh, VOCs, I mean, any, any, you know, place that I find, you know, those, even those oil reed diffusers um, will spike the VOCs. So any of those chemicals that you're using to clean with those plugins, all of those are giving off VOCs for sure. So yeah, if you got sensitivity 
to any of that, I don't think you really want them, you know, in the uh, air that you're breathing in if you've already, you know, having problems with, with right. other health concerns. It's good points all the way around on that. A quick reminder, if you'd like to sign up for our newsletter, it comes out every two weeks. It's free of charge, no obligation. This week's topic, by the way, stage your home with these five simple tips. And every two weeks, we have a new topic that comes out, plus a lot of other information. Free of charge, go to welovelouisville.com, sign in, and then sign up. Welovelouisville.com. It's our newsletter we put out twice per month all right back over to you on this uh chuck so this is this email that we received for, i'll call them um i'm going to change the names just protect them uh jimmy and uh Dottie. uh they write in they recently we received an advertisement in the mail from our bank with someone else's name a stranger to them on it what their address was correct the ad was trying to get them to open an account with the bank they've already have an account with uh, to go with our new home. They lived there for, since 2009. Uh, his dad's lived in the same house for 18 years before. Some things which may have seemed trivial in years past is concerning us in this day and age. Having said uh, this, my husband heard you speak once on your Sunday program about blocking anyone from being able to access the deed to a home. And I've already followed this matter up by speaking with the bank and the deeds registry in downtown Louisville to no avail. Is there a watch or block that can be put on our deeds? So the, Chuck, you and I have talked about this on a regular basis, but this obviously is hitting home with a lot of homeowners throughout our area, probably because of either these emails, letters that the people are getting yeah. or watching on TV. On a fear, uh, a fear that is relatively minor. Um, the uh, the fact that you get bogus email from yeah. a variety of marketers, shoot, I get that all the time. Um, uh, you know, I don't know that that would uh, cause me to be concerned about uh, my home title. But the question you just asked was, can you put a block on your title? Mm -hmm. No, there's no such mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Uh, you you can't do that. Now, there is a certain group that will advertise themselves using that word, mm -hmm. uh, but all they're doing is uh, a Google uh, alert uh, type thing where if life, 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 life lost, whatever, one of those bogus, you know, where hey, there's some good stuff out there, but life, but it's similar to that. But I think you can lock using the terminology. Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. What they do is they put basically like a Google alert uh, against uh, records that are online. So if your name pops up from a county clerk's office, uh, they notify you. That's all they do. They notify you. They don't stop anything. It's like that commercial where, you know, the insurance commercial where the guy's all decked out with weapons and whatnot in the bank. Yeah. And he's the guard. And he says, hey, everybody, we're being robbed. And they look to him and say, hey, well, what are you going to do about it? He says, well, no, no, no. I'm just here to tell you you're being robbed. No. Uh, so that's all it is. That's all it is. The fact of the matter is uh, the FBI says that uh, this particular thing has happened less than 9,000 times in the last couple of years across the entire United States. And of that number, they're probably not all criminal. Okay. Uh, um, and to boot, uh, the fact is that uh, if somebody's going to take your property, I can walk down and write a deed and transfer your property into my name, but 
what what good does that do for me? That's a paper trail a mile long saying, hey, this guy uh, just stole some property. Uh, If I try and refinance it to get money out and then disappear, well, the two things that come to my mind are uh, all the verification you have to go through to get a refi on a residential home. I, I don't see that being a real issue to worry about. Uh, it, it's just, it would just be too difficult. If you're going to be so sophisticated that you can completely steal a person's identity and go through that process, well, you know, you're pretty sophisticated. I don't think there's anything we can do to stop them. But what about the aftermath? Let's say somebody does do that mm-hmm. and they payments back and the bank comes to foreclose. Well, they can't foreclose on you unless you just let it go. You know, you have to protect yourself. Uh, but if a bank were to foreclose, they're foreclosing on an invalid document. A fraudulent title means fraudulent uh, mortgage, means it's not your fault. Uh, you're going to win that lawsuit. And then the title insurance that the lender has purchased to protect itself comes into play and pays them off. And then the title insurance company goes against the scammer. Okay, that's that's if they try and sell it, uh, steal it and then refinance it. If they just try and steal it and sell it uh, by cash, well, you know, if you're the buyer, make sure you get title insurance. That's all there is mm-hmm. to it. Because mm-hmm. you lose that house. It's yeah. going to go the original owner. A, a counterfeit deed is invalid. All you have to do is a quiet title action. It's relatively simple and relatively quick. Well, hopefully our folks who wrote this email, uh, we appreciate them, of course, writing as all of our listeners feel better oh, now. Um, and by yeah. the way, uh, yeah. in Jefferson County, yeah. uh, the Jefferson County clerk provides that same service for free. Ah, who you just simply call Jefferson County and ask them to put you on an alert? No, it's on their website. It'll follow okay. the pro- all right, good, good job, Chuck. On that, that will hopefully set a lot of concerns aside by uh, homeowners throughout our area. We're going to take a break, Brad. You are up on deck when we come back with our next question. Uh, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, with us eight four 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 one one team. Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices four nine nine six three six zero. My son Gregor does our marketing, photography. So much more is already out this morning, and you can reach me, Bob Sicola, anytime on my cell phone to help you get your home on the market at three seven six five four eight three or go to bobsellmyhome.com as well. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. 
Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I built the number one brokerage firm in New York City by marketing luxury homes to the most qualified buyers. What makes the difference today in your area? The same thing, custom marketing to the right buyers. In Louisville, the agents with the best marketing plan are Bob and Greg Sokoler. Their personalized marketing sells more homes for more money. If they can't find the right buyer on your deadline, they will buy it. Get the best marketing for your home. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and put more money in your pocket. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, for your endorsement and your friendship. Here with us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. Also here is uh, my son, Greg, who does our marketing and uh, our pictures, photography, and so much more. And you can reach me anytime on my cell phone. Uh, three seven six five four eight three. That's three seven six five four eight three. So, Brad, here's a crazy problem. It sounds like you are on smell detail. This uh, oh. this this show. Okay. Uh, Gabby says she's got some clothing in storage with mothballs. She bought brought the clothing to her house uh, as she's getting ready to sell it, and she wanted to organize everything correctly. Now the mothball smell is permeating her closet. Any suggestions on how to get rid of it or what will, uh, it'll create a problem for buyers if they object to that smell. That certainly, I've smelled it. My mom, yeah. when she was alive, hated snakes down in Florida, had mothballs in the garage. Yep. Yep. Yeah, got it. Nap- naphthalene is what the uh, the chemical is. And it it is going to linger for a while. I don't know if there is a real quick fix because it's in the clothing. Um, it, it's, you know, so one of the things, if she's got the trunk uh, that those, those or whatever the boxes, um, anything that was stored in, I would remove that from the area. Obviously, dry cleaning the uh, clothing is going to be the only, well, the only way to get the smell out of the clothing. And then anything left after that, that is the residual is going to take a little bit of time to uh, to air out. I probably wouldn't close the closet door. You know, I might put a fan on it just to kind of move it around to get the get the chemicals breaking down a little bit more quickly. But uh, yeah, naphthalene's a strong smell. But I, th- I think she can get rid of it within a few days. I don't think it's going to linger forever. We had a similar situation in a uh, in a family house and kind of ran into uh, the same type of issue. And the the smell will go away. It won't take. That somebody somebody sent me a picture of a snake the other day, and I and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm from Florida. We used to put mothballs in the house. Yep. I just remember growing up. Yep. Yeah. It's got that smell. That's just that. That's right. Like yep. <laughs> Brad, Brad, how long do we know at any estimate? I know you said you're not sure. I mean, like a year less? No, no, no. I don't. Th- I mean, I don't. Right. Th- you know, if you're a week or two, I'd be I'd be surprised uh, if you oh, get oh, airflow really? on it. Yeah, yeah. Get, just get some airflow on it. it. It'll it'll break down. But you know, all the contents. You know, if the mothballs been all in amongst the sweaters, it's 
it's going to be in the fibers and it's going to be in the trunks and everything yeah. else. It's going to be tough to get rid of. Um, I'm going to bet more than a, a week before. Well, it gets maybe, maybe, maybe so, but the house, you know, hopefully you can get the smell of the house. If you yeah. can get the other stuff out, out. All right, Chuck, we're coming over to you for this next question. It, uh, Whitney has a problem with the condo she bought approximately six months ago. She sent us an email saying that she noticed that there was mold in the shower several months after she moved into the house. She contacted the homeowner association, asked them to have it fixed, but the homeowner association says it's not their job and she should be going after the seller of the home. Whitney wants to know since it's been six months, is it too late to do anything against the seller? If she can move forward, what's the process? And Brad, we're going to come to you in a second. So Chuck. Yeah. First off, the HOA is not going to be responsible for things like that in the unit, unless it's Mm -hmm. coming from another unit. And then there's the possibility, but they'll always try and step out of that as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Months. Yeah. That's, that's not too long. Uh, Any kind of uh, statute statute of limitations on on that kind of thing is is longer than six months. Uh, So what she needs to do is uh, find out what the real problem is, uh, get a baseline. So get an estimate to repair. That's what your damage is, the amount that it would cost to repair. Uh, And then you start uh, talking to the people that knew or should have known that this was an issue when they sold her the property. Uh, You know, maybe the sellers didn't know about it. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody missed it when inspecting the property. There's all kinds of uh, different routes to go. But ultimately, if... uh, you know, if it was something that is actionable, uh, get an attorney. Plenty of time. The so the question comes down, and Whitney doesn't say whether she had uh, an inspection or not. But Brad, when uh, when inspectors do inspections of homes, they're looking at showers and they're looking for signs of mold. Correct. Well, well, yeah, but keep in mind that mold can appear in twenty four to forty eight hours. So you're talking yeah. about six months later. I mean, I, right. I'm sitting here going, this is a this is a current issue. So a yeah. home inspector wouldn't have probably seen anything. You know, That's like Chuck true. says, is it is it caused by a neighbor? Um, is there another cause? Is it simply poor housekeeping? I, I I don't know. I mean, you'd have to look at all of the sources. But yeah, mold doesn't mold doesn't linger for you know six months and then suddenly pop up unless the mold spores were there. Uh, which, you know, mold is everywhere. It's on us, but it needs water. It needs the moisture essentially to uh, allow it to grow. It needs the surface that it can grow on, and then it needs the temperature that it likes. And if all thi- all three of those things are present, then mold can grow. But normally, once you take the water away, you know, the mold's not going to continue to grow. So it sounds to me, I would be looking for new sources of water that have, have appeared, but this is a bathroom. So, you know, it's chances are that, um, you know, it's probably getting getting moist, damp, you know, when showers are taken, is she running the ventilation fans? Is she opening a window? Is she doing the things that she can to, you know, reduce the, the, the humidity levels, the moisture levels in that, in that room? Just look, go back to you for a second, Chuck. Um, does she get the repairs done prior to? Oh, absolutely. Right. So you don't let the thing fester. Yeah. You want it to take care of it. Okay. All right. uh, and if it is actionable, uh, that's why yeah. I threw that caveat in there, Brad. Mm-hmm. If it is actionable, well, you know, then six months is plenty of time. But, uh, you know, I gathered from your uh, the question that there was like all over the place that, yeah. you know, hidden behind. Plus, uh, you say it yeah. could grow 48 hours or whatever. With a seller, what if it was, you know, from an estate? Nobody's been in the place for mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
right. here. It makes sense. Yeah. There's all kinds of variables here. And and keep in mind the hidden part there, you know, oh, as you said, you know, it's you no, know, I know. <laughs> so but you know how the attorneys they aren't gonna go, oh, oh, well, there was no way that could have been seen. So we're not gonna think about right. that. Our next question in just a second, just a reminder, if by chance you would like to see some of our reviews, we're very proud of these reviews. We've made it very simple for you. If you go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com, that'll take you directly to our review page. You can see some of the reviews that people have said, not only about myself and our team and our agents, and get an idea of what we do and how we do it to help list and sell your home and also with helping you find your next home. Again, LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. Moving on, uh, Brett Charling bought a home about five years ago, planning on selling in a month or two, saying that when she bought her home, the inspectors were from the, uh, from the county and checked everything over, yet an agent she's interviewing is advising her that the county inspectors may have missed something and she should have had a licensed home inspector look at her home. And she's wondering, is that really necessary? I think this is a question we see a lot from new home like, buyers. New, new construction. New construction. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like new construction. New, right, yeah. yeah. So code and code inspectors are looking at a very small slice of the house. I mean, they are looking at the structure. They're looking at it in different parts of the building process. They're looking at the electrical, they're looking at the plumbing. Uh, they're looking at the, uh, the, the heating and ventilation system. The, but the, what they're not looking at is every other component of the house. So they're going on the, the builder and the subcontractors to put those things together correctly. You all have heard my stories about the number of homes, new build homes that we find that the attics haven't been fully insulated or insulated at all. Um, you know, we find uh, like water heaters that have been installed. They have code stickers on them, but clearly they're installed wrong. And what had happened was they were inspected in a different part of the house. A modification was made. The, the plumber moved the water heater to another part of the basement and installed it incorrectly. So, of course, me, and, and on, that point, on that point, Brad, just so that while I'm thinking about it, let me lift the curtain here a little bit because we deal with a lot of new construction lately, especially with inventory issues. That what Brad just said is that it'll come in and be inspected and then a modification will be made. Let me tell you how many modifications get made after the inspectors are there just so that they could get that CO, just so that they could get the, the inspection that passed to the next phase to get the funds released from the bank all the time. So really? mm -hmm. you bet you need once before you're closing, after the, the builder is done, you get that inspection or even... You can do it after you close, get a punch list, depending if you have representation, your agent will help you walk that through. That's why yeah. you always need an agent, right. not just getting directly with the builder. So yes, Brad, continue. Sorry, I just wanted to Yeah, no, sure. I was gonna I was gonna say, Greg, that you were kind of leading up to my point too about the eleven month inspection. We do a lot of eleven month inspections before the warranty period expires. Yep. So we're going back in just to make sure that things are still the way that they are, you know, supposed to be, uh, so that the builder can, you know, have some time to take care of them before the uh, the expiration. The thing about building a house is the biggest challenge is where one subcontractor's work meets another subcontractor's work. Subcontractors are great. Builders are great. The challenge is think about the HVAC guy that went in and put in all of his duct work, all of his supplies, and then the flooring guy came in behind him, but the flooring guy forgot to cut out the 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 place for the vent for the supply, for the air to blow in. Those are the kind of things that a home inspector is going to uh, to find when they're doing the an inspection. inspector is looking for that, yeah. Right, right. 
Well, good, good answers. I think good information. Uh, for a reminder to all of our listeners, if you want to see some of the videos that we produce, including this one, the main YouTube channel to go to is LouisvilleHomesTV.com. If you'd like to see a rebroadcast and repeat of the answers that Chuck and Brad and all of us have been talking about, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. And then one more thing, if you're thinking about selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. And if you want a copy, again, free, no obligation, simply send me an email, Bob at WeSellLouisville.com, and put selling tips in the subject line. We are out of time. My thanks to Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. You can reach Brad and his team at 844-411-TEAM. Also, Chuck Crosby, who does a phenomenal job getting loans closed, and he does a lot of other things. And we never talk enough about what the other things are. And I know wills, because Chuck's done a will for me. And there are a variety of things. You want to mention one or two? I know it's kind of like off the top of your head that you well, do. Just there's so many things that overlap with real estate. Uh, just give me a call. If I don't know who, or if I don't do it, I know who does. Who does? Chuck's direct cell phone number is a good guy. 499-6360. And then my son, Greg, who does our marketing and photography and so much more. How's the new Tesla Y going? I will say I'm not, I was never a Tesla, Tesla guy. So when I got this, it was about the electric vehicle, but what sold me was the autopilot. And I'm not one of those like, Oh, I'm going to let the car drive itself. Yeah. No, it's just, we got a lot going on. It's a very, very cool feature. Uh, at the end of the day, it is a very cool feature and I'm enjoying it uh, Good. very much. We are out of time. Uh, you can reach me anytime, by the way, on my cell phone, three, seven, six, five, four, eight, three. That's three, seven, six, five, four, eight, three. We can come out. No obligation to talk about what the process is for getting your home on the market and sold. That's it for this week. We'll see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.